You're listening to Nurses on Fire, the podcast for nurses by nurses aspiring to financial independence. This is our weekly conversations with the CFP edition. So every Monday, we'll be joined by certified financial planner, Jason Hamilton, having honest money conversations that guide nurses like you on their path to financial freedom. So if you want to get your questions answered, make sure you head over to nursesonfirepodcast.com slash ask to be featured in an upcoming episode. We answer money questions live every Monday via Facebook Live. And if you want to join us live, make sure to head over to the Financially Intentional Business page on Facebook. Like and follow the page to get notified when we're going live. Have you started on your journey towards financial independence or want to do better with your money and don't know where to start? Well, this training is for you. I encourage you to head over to financiallyintentional.com slash live to sign up for our next free masterclass where I'll teach you the techniques I've used and taught my clients to master money and build wealth. During this free training, you'll learn the most powerful weapon you have at your disposal to launch into financial freedom, the budgeting method that will free up thousands of dollars a month to achieve your financial goals, the common mistakes to avoid while paying off debt, and how to rapidly slay debt. You don't want to miss this. So head over to financiallyintentional.com slash live or click the button in the show notes to register for our next free masterclass. All right. Hello and welcome back to another podcast of Nurse Your Wealth. We're at number seven today, back with myself, Jason Hamilton, sort of a financial planner, and Asima McElroy from financiallyintentional.com. So we're here today to talk about an interesting question that I bet tons of nurses are getting, especially the ones with kids that are trying to figure out how to get them through school and how to handle that. We're going to talk a little bit about that today and hopefully you guys find it useful. Nasima, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? Doing well. Getting ready for a busy week, but it should be good. I'm excited. Looking forward to that. So tell me a little bit about what you had emailed about with this whole paying for college thing, and we can just dive in from there if you like. So I have one specific example, but this is something that I've heard multiple times. And one of my colleagues was actually just telling me that the only option she had for paying for her son's college expenses was to draw down from her 401k. And so I told her he should probably be working, going to a school that he can afford and paying for his expenses himself because Mm -hmm. she can't get back those years she put into her retirement Mm -hmm. and she retired, but he he could always, worst case scenario, it's her retirement. But she said to me that I'm a unicorn and (laughs) other people don't think like that. So I wanted to address that here because I think it's important to talk about. There's a lot going on in this person's mindset, right? And it's probably pretty common where they think everyone else is different, right? When it comes to their finances and their situation's unique and you don't understand how it is and those type of things. And from what I've seen, there's some leadership that I think needs to be established sometimes in the household. 
And if you have to draw from your 401k or other retirement plan to pay for your kid's college, that's a problem. Unless you're sitting on more money, like if you're way ahead of the game, right? So let's say you're in your 30s or 40s and you're getting close to a million dollars already. Okay, you want to draw a little bit. But what you have to realize is you're not just going to take the money out and have all the money there. You are going to take it out. It's going to come out your top tax bracket, right? So, you know, with most nurses being at least probably in the 22% bracket for federal and in states, probably another nine or 10, especially if they're in California. So you're talking 30% there, 31% plus a 10% penalty. Now we're over 40% there. And it just doesn't make any sense. In reality, I think we're not looking at the root uh, cause of the problem, which is the school choice. And everybody has choice. I don't really care what people say is this is the only school you can get in. It's just not true. I mean, it's just simply not true. Either didn't apply to enough or there's some other things going on. Do you know any details of like how much the school costs, what school it could have been, or really just anything about the situation? I know that he's going to school in Hawaii and the cost, let's say it's about, I believe like about $50,000 a year plus the cost of living in Hawaii. So this is just somebody who honestly, like they don't want to be successful financially, straight up. Like I show love and compassion to people that need it. But I think there's some people who just want to choose to make bad decisions, even though they know the repercussions are going to be horrible and they don't care because they're just thinking about the moment. And they're going to wake up 15, 20 years from now, either with a bunch of student debt or not enough money in a 401k to retire. And they're going to be working and stressed out and feeling like, the world was against them when in reality they could have probably made better decisions because there's, I mean, what subject is this that you have to spend $50,000 a year to go to school for? He's going to nursing school. Okay. And this is a four-year program? Yes. Okay. So we're talking about $200,000 to get out of school, probably make what, 60, 70, 80,000 the first year, maybe. Maybe they'll be at a hundred within three to five years, something like that. It just doesn't make any sense. So are there schools that are either local here or in other states that are in the continental U.S. that you can get for less than $50,000? Of course. You can get a nursing degree through a community college. Okay. Why does this person feel that, Nasima, you are such a anomaly and you know their situation is different and you don't understand? I think it's just what they're surrounded with. And I think especially in a lot of schools, high schools, there's a lot of pressure to go to the top schools or with nursing. Sometimes it's harder to get into programs. And so you kind of get in where you can get in. I think those are still really bad choices mm -hmm. when it comes to finding education or deciding on what schools to go to. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how much this person has in their 401k and how old they are? That's I don't know that. Not enough. So that's what I do now. Okay. Let's talk about how we could help them. Okay. Because we yeah. came off pretty brutal. Let's tell them it's just straight a bad decision, just what it is. My concern is it might be too far at this point and then fall semester is coming and they're not looking at any other options and they're going to do this anyways. But let's talk to the people that are still thinking rationally, that are looking at options for their children right now and feeling like I may have to use my 401k so that my kid can go to school. So where would I start with that person? I think you mentioned a good point is you, know, you can borrow for school, but you can't borrow for retirement. You can't turn 65 and say, hey, I need to take a loan to make sure that I make it until 95 or even longer these days. The life expectancy is continuing to go up. It's one of the biggest subjects I hear talking about in the retirement planning space is people are underestimating when they're going to pass away. We see a lot of people saying, well, I'm going to take Social Security at 62 because my friend died by 70. But maybe their parents are living to their 80s and 90s. 
but they lost one person and they saw one situation. So instead of making a good financial choice, they're making it based on fear or really just inconsistent data. And this is kind of what similar to what I'm seeing here is like, no, you don't have to take money out of your 401k to go to school. If you can't pay for the school, then that tells me you probably shouldn't be going there. Number one. And two, it's like, I understand some people may need to take a little bit of a loan, but a $50,000 a year school for an undergrad, it's just not reasonable if you can afford it. They say, I think the number, if you're going to take loans is try to keep it under 50% of your first year salary, if you're going to do that. Because I understand some people may need to take a little bit, but in reality, they probably don't. But hey, you know, if you're going to, if you keep it under half of your first year salary, if you live like a student the first year or two, you could probably pay that stuff off in like two years and get yourself set up. But if you're going to take $200,000 to get a job that you hope with overtime, you might be making 103 to five years. I mean, it's going to take you 15, 20 years to pay that off. And I'm just not seeing the logic there. Am I missing something? Like, is there logic that I'm missing in there? No. Yeah. So I struggle with that a little bit. So being a nurse and knowing the options, where would you recommend that they go to school to start? And then what, what, you know, how to get out of this situation and transition to something more positive for them? I always recommend people take the cheapest route when it comes to funding or finding a program. So like I said, there's community college programs where you can get your associate's degree in nursing. I would do that and then find a nursing job, then have your nursing job pay for your bachelor's degree, get your bachelor's in nursing, and then pursue your any other advanced degrees through that. And while you're in school, be able to fund your education through paying for it by having a job. Your education shouldn't be more than $20,000 total at a community college. And so I think it's totally doable. But that's the route that I would suggest people who are interested in going into nursing take or people who are encouraging their kids to go into nursing. I think that we have to stop falling for the societal pressure that says that we have to go to these expensive schools because ultimately, at the end of the day, they're not doing the analysis of what this education is going to cost versus how much they're going to be getting paid once they enter the workforce. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I just think there's, and especially in a field like nursing, if you went to a top school versus a decent school that was half the price, is it really going to make that much of a difference getting into the field from what you've seen? No. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't make any, I make the same as a person making that has an associate's degree. Yeah. You know, these are some decisions that our young mothers, like, again, we see this all the time, right? In the first generation nursing, like if they're a mom and their kids going to college at this point, they're probably in the thirties or forties, right? There's so many that this was the first professional they've had in their household and they probably came from lower income backgrounds. So there wasn't any money that was left behind or anything like that. They're kind of first generation wealthy, which is 85% plus of this country, right? I mean, the majority of people in this country are building wealth from a first generation perspective. And so there's a financial literacy aspect is usually missing in those households. And even if somebody did do well financially, Typically, by the third generation, that money's gone because, again, there's not a lot of financial literacy in the household. So I think that's what we really want to talk about today. And so this mother, or if you are a parent that's thinking about using your 401k, what I want you to think about is what's more important? Is it to get your kid into the school of their dreams today and let them go live a fantasy life in Hawaii and you not having enough for retirement? So then you continue this generational curse of not having any money because you're making bad decisions early on, 
Or is it smarter to show some good leadership and direct your child and lead them to on a path that is going to set them up well financially because you're going to end up at the same place. Basically, you know, is what I'm hearing from these degrees. But if you can end up out of school with no debt or with just a minimal, minimal amount that you can pay off in a matter of a year or two versus taking the money out of your mom's 401k. And if you're the child, listen to this, by the way, you should be ashamed. You should be ashamed that you're going to take mom money from your parents' 401k to pay for your school because you're so selfish that you can't go to a school that you can afford. That to me is ridiculous because if you can get into Hawaii, what is it probably University of Hawaii is my guess, a school like that. That's a very high level school. It takes good grace to get in there, which I know that you can get into another school locally here that is more affordable, more reasonable, and that won't cause your mom to completely ruin her retirement. So I'm going to call it the person who's accepting this money for your education from your mom. And you're going to let your mom get to her retirement without enough money, have to worry, stress, and maybe potentially rely on you to take care of her in the future so that you can go live this dream life in Hawaii that you can't afford. That's where I'm at. I I mean, my stomach is turning a little bit from this child being so selfish that that they're going to make their mom take money out of their 401k because they don't want to go to school locally here. That's how I feel about it. Well, hopefully they're not doing it intentionally, but I think all too often as parents, we set expectations that we're going to do these kids for our child do these things for our children. And that's what they just know. And so maybe they're not intentionally being selfish, but as a parent, I feel like once you hear this, now you know better. So strive to do better. And I think a lot of people are just really in a position of trying to keep up with the Joneses and not really understanding financial literacy and what it really takes to build wealth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. And coming out of school in debt is probably one of the worst things you can do, right? I mean, our country, I think it's over $1.7, maybe $1.8 trillion in just federal student loan debt. And that is just destroying this whole next generation. And I've not seen a case yet where it wasn't preventable, right? People are making bad choices in their schools. They're making bad choices in their majors. And they're not setting themselves up for success in the future. And then they want to blame the government, have the government come and forgive all their loans. And that's just not right because there have been plenty of people that have paid off their loans, worked their butts off, sacrificed for years if they did take loans or work the whole time they're in school so they can graduate debt free or go to school a little bit longer, taking fewer classes so they can work part time during that time. Or like you said, work the first two years, get your associates, get into a hospital, then have them fund the next year's. People just aren't really being strategic. And to put your 401k on the line for that, I would say that's a horrible idea and I would never recommend that. There's not one time where I would recommend that. So nope. hopefully someone hears this and gets the point on this and can understand that wealth building takes time. You have to make good decisions all throughout your life. And if you started and you're saving and you built up some money in your 401k, The best thing you can do is leave it there so that you can get compound interest and let that money grow for you over time. The worst thing you can do is take it out, pay taxes, pay a penalty, and really only see just about a little bit over half of what you took out to pay for the school. And it's just, I can't find a time where that makes sense to me, you know, really at all. So hopefully we got the point across and someone will see this and make a good choice starting today, show some leadership and lead their child to a place so that they can be successful financially in the long term and not end up in a bunch of student loan debt. I agree. (laughs) Anything else you want to add to that? No, I think that's great. Okay. So that's what we got for today. Quick, easy question. And see you guys next week. 
and hopefully enjoyed this. If you did enjoy this, leave us a comment. If you hated it, leave us a comment as well. Let us know what you thought. We're happy for to get any sort of feedback. We want to try to help you out, help you make good decisions. And we see families just destroying themselves internally just like this. And that's the reason why they're not building this generational wealth is because they make bad decisions early on that affect them for decades. And that's what we're talking about here. So let's make some good choices. Let's show some good leadership in our households. And let's really do the best we can to keep our money and not give it away to a bank or other institution because you feel that you deserve it and you want to keep up with somebody else. When in reality, you just need to put your head down, focus, get your work done and get into the workforce easiest and the simplest way, the lowest cost possible. I think that's how we see it. Sound good? Sounds good. All right, let's wrap up for today. All right, guys, have a good one. Talk to you later. We hope that you've enjoyed the episode and that you've learned something new to set you on your path to financial independence. If you love this episode, please share, subscribe, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you want us to go over your financial situation or have your questions answered, head on over to Nurses on Fire Podcasts slash ask and have us do an analysis of your individual financial situation. And don't worry, we'll keep you anonymous. Thank you for listening to my mommy's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Bye-bye. Bye.